This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. This week, we are uh, taking a look at the 10th anniversary of one of, I think, I don't think this is an exaggeration to say this, one of the worst tragedies in American history. Actually, technically, it's, it's next week. It was December 14th. It's the 10-year, we're coming up on the 10-year anniversary of the Sandy Hook shooting. And first of all, the Sandy Hook shooting is tragic on every possible level. It's tragic primarily because so many of the victims involved were children. And unfortunately, one of the six-year-olds who lost their lives at Sandy Hook in uh, 2013 was uh, Catherine Violet Hubbard. Or, and uh, I just can't imagine as the father, as a new father, father of a one-year-old, what it must be like to lose a child. I mean, you talk about something that literally keeps me awake at night or during the day because I sleep during the day. It's thinking about any harm coming to my child. And to have a six-year-old child murdered is something that I just can't fathom and I hope never to be in that position. But someone who has had to uh, deal with that and has been able to channel that into something that is very productive is the mother of Catherine Violet Hubbard, Jennifer Hubbard. Jennifer, uh, it is, uh, it's great to talk with you. Uh, I'm sorry that uh, it's under circumstances like these. Yeah, likewise. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. So uh, you have done something very interesting, and uh, I want to uh, I want to get your your take on exactly what motivated this. By the way, it was 2012, obviously, not 2013. I said that, uh, but you you're obviously at the heart of uh, you know one of uh, something that's very much in the news now, namely because of what's happening with with Alex Jones. I don't want to belabor this because I'm sure you get asked about this all the time, especially these days. But what is it like when you hear media commentators like Alex Jones and others? And I had a guest that made a similar point one time and I, and I it made me nauseous. I can't imagine what it's like for yeah. you. What is it like when you hear someone say that uh, the Sandy Hook shooting was a hoax and these people were actors or they were already dead or something along those lines? Mm. Yeah, I feel uh, it, it makes me feel bad for them um, because, one, they they sound like an idiot. Um, and two, that they would have the inclination to to claim that a horrific event like Sandy Hook um, didn't happen and that they would they would make allegations against someone else's worst nightmare. Um, it's. It's sad for me. Beyond that, I I stop giving time and attention to them. It's not worth it. It's not worth my energy. It's not it's not worth my time. And I feel like in giving the giving credence to their lies just is fuel for their fire. It's not mm. worth it. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. I, I mean, there are a lot of conspiracy theories that I can find credible or and or believe this is one that i just can't even fathom uh subscribing yeah. to uh but uh, in 2013 a year a, the year after 
your daughter was uh, was killed, you founded an animal sanctuary in your daughter's honor. I guess your daughter was was fond of animals. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. That's that's a mild way of saying it. You know, I think that any six year old has this this passion for something. They cling on to it. I think about Catherine's classroom, and she had. Um, in her midst of of littles, uh, there were kids that were aspiring to be astronauts and dancers and artists. Catherine was the animal activist, and you know they when a six year old finds something that they love, they love it fully and truly. Yeah. And Catherine's love was was animals. She insisted that she was going to be a caretaker. Um, she even made business cards for Catherine's animal shelter um, that she would one day open. And so it just seemed it seemed right and fitting that when um, when she died and faced with writing an obituary, that that one line um, in lieu of flowers would be uh, please make contributions in in Catherine's memory to the animal center is what I wrote. Um, Unbeknownst to me, I dropped a word. It was a typographical error uh, and I had um, sent donations in Catherine's memory to a small nonprofit here in Newtown. Um, the the idea was that the contributions in Catherine's memory would go to the animal center, uh, animal control center, um, which is the pound. Uh, mm. But by dropping the word control, uh, the animal center received about $130,000. It was a small organization run by four volunteers. Uh, they showed up at the house. They didn't know me. I didn't know them. And they said, uh, what would you like to do with, with the money that was donated in your, your memories, your daughter's memory? And, you know, the reality is, is that Catherine was the animal girl. Um, we had family pets, and I just chuckled watching her just love anything that came in her, in her path. And I said, yeah, I, I don't know. You guys do this every day. And they suggested an animal sanctuary. Um, they described it as a place where... Children would see their own innate beauty in the animals that they encountered, and and here we are. Ten years later, the state of Connecticut uh, conveyed 34 acres to us um, for the use of the sanctuary. We've taught 142,000 human beings on how to care for uh, animals and habitats. Wow, 143,000? 143,000. We've partnered with 29 Connecticut communities um, in giving resources to older adults so that they don't have to relinquish their pets. You know, for a lot of people, that's the only companion they have day in and day out. And so for so many of them, they have to um, surrender those pets because of, of financial constraints. So we step in and we help. We believe that if we can keep animals in their rightful habitats, then we're doing what Catherine wanted. There are also a lot of animals in need that are out there. What does the Catherine Violet Hubbard Animal Sanctuary do for animals that uh, that might be in need of uh, just something as simple as a meal? Yeah, so we um, that's part of our that's part of our work with the with the twenty nine Connecticut communities. Um, we provide food support. Um, we've served up. <laughs> Not literally, but um, we've served up 700,000 uh, 700, uh, pet food meals. Um, we do monthly distributions to seniors that may not be able to, to feed their pets on a regular basis. Um, we work with uh, tri-state animal rescues 
to provide platforms for them to highlight their animals. Um, every year, we host on Catherine's birthday, uh, Catherine's Butterfly Party, and uh, we have groups coming from uh, the Hamptons with their adoptable animals to um, find them them forever homes. We really feel like if we can work with um, the the animal welfare community that we are um, that we're going to help the animals that that need a place to go or give them resources to keep them safe. That's terrific. If people are just tuning in, we're just waking up. We're talking with Jennifer Hubbard. She's the founder of the Catherine Violet Hubbard Animal Sanctuary. You've got a, a big day coming up on Wednesday of next week. What are you guys doing Wednesday? So when the when the state conveyed the 34 acres of, of land to to us, it was raw land and it was riddled with invasives. We spent um, the better part of our, our time at the property cleaning it up and getting it ready so that on um, Wednesday, we can announce that we're ready to build uh, the facilities that will hold uh, all of our programs and help us grow. You see, all of the work that we've done um, to date has been uh, under pop-up tents and in borrowed spaces. We don't have a, a facility. So imagine what we can do. I can't imagine what we can do when we have um, four walls and a roof over our heads uh, to continue the work that we've already started. Yeah, well, that's uh, very exciting. Uh, good luck to you. That's terrific. W- one of my favorite people to interview over the years has been Bob Barker, and Bob Barker is very into animal rights and things of that nature. And one of the things that he pointed out is that um, zoos are not a great place for animals. A lot of times the animals aren't treated very well, but it's very – and I asked him, I said, a lot of children – that love animals and want to see animals, parents want to take them to the zoo, what's a better alternative? And uh, Bob Barker said the absolute best alternative was to seek out animal sanctuaries nearby, and you could see these animals in their natural habitat as they were meant to be observed and experienced. That's your experience, too, I would imagine. Oh, absolutely. It's it's fundamental to everything that we do. We believe that, that animals are, are best served when they are living in their rightful habitats. And so when, when folks come to the sanctuary, they can encounter the true beauty um, and essence of, of that animal. I 100% agree with that. If people want to uh, help out your efforts with the uh, Catherine Violet Hubbard Sanctuary, make a donation, large or small, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, they can visit our website at CVH, so Catherine Violet Hubbard, CVHfoundation.org. CVH.org. This is CVH Foundation. CVH Foundation, excuse me, CVHFoundation.org. This is uh, just terrific. I think it's not only a great thing that you're doing for animals and for humans, uh, but it's a great way to uh, send a message for others. Everybody has setbacks in their life. Everybody experiences tragedy. I I don't know that anybody has experienced your level of tragedy in our audience, but it's a great way to show uh, that you can channel this into something that's productive and really honors the the legacy. Of, of somebody uh, who has uh, been taken far too early. Uh, my compliments to you. I think this is great. Whatever we can do to help, please uh, let us know. And uh, if people are, we have a lot of listeners up there in uh, in yeah. Connecticut. If people want to come up and visit the sanctuary, are you open every day, five days a week, seven days a week? How can they? Uh, how can they come visit? Yeah, they can just. We're um, we're open every day. Uh, 
we're actually open from dawn to dusk because it's a beautiful, expansive uh, piece of property. Um, they can, again, visit us at the website. All of the directions and information is on the website. Uh, it's uh, cvhfoundation.org. Well, congratulations on the great work you're doing. I'm sorry for your family's loss. I hope we could talk again in the future. Sounds great. I hope so, too. Thank you. cvhfoundation.org.